0: Awesome podcast. Toot, toot, oh boy! Tonight we are going to be talking about getting away. We're going to be talking about vacations. Planning a vacation is very responsible. You got to think ahead. You can't just point your little finger at the globe and just go somewhere tomorrow. What do you think, you Scourge McDuck? Yeah. Well, and if
1: you could do that, we wouldn't have any reason to do this show. So please don't do that instead. Please listen to this episode instead of pointing at
0: the globe and going wherever your finger lands. Please. That's the most dangerous thing you can do. Because you might spin that globe and take your little finger and point it, and you look down, and oh my gosh, you're in the middle of the ocean. Buddy, you're all wet and salty. Now, I hate to do this to you, Mr.
1: Possum. What? But you've done this to me a bunch of times, so... In fact, I kind of love to do this to you, Mr. Possum. Okay. But you sound a little bit like a nerd with this concern here. Uh, excuse me? You sound a little bit like a nerd, saying that people can't just pick a destination at random. I'm, I, I'm just surprised to hear this from you, this, uh, this call for
0: responsibility. I don't know. I've just, I guess I've grown up a little bit. Yeah, it sounds like it. One too many times I've accidentally ended up in the middle of the ocean in the grips of a giant squid and I wouldn't recommend that to my worst enemy. So maybe
1: from now on, you'll be a little less quick to call me a nerd when I'm suggesting that someone act responsibly or think ahead a little bit or consider their actions. Ugh, you sound like such a nerd. Well, when we come back, Mr. Possum and I are gonna start talking about our favorite vacation destinations.
0: Gal, why don't you describe your first idyllic vacation idea?
1: The first stop on my list of ideal vacation destinations is the old country. Italy. Shaped like a boot dangling into the mighty Mediterranean Sea. Italy is your not too hot, not too cold, Goldilocks vacation destination. Mm. Once the absolute center of the world, now its flag is mostly used to tell you which section of the grocer's shelf has SpaghettiOs on it. But it's still an all-time destination for singles, lovers, families alike. I like to go to Italy to eat, pray, and love whenever I'm feeling a little restless in my life, Mr. Possum. I'll say to the wife, hey, I need a little me time, babe. I'm headed to the scenic shade of... Old Tuscany to bathe myself in hedonic pleasures and eat the true Italian SpaghettiOs they make there in the old country. Mr. Possum, have you ever had real Italian SpaghettiOs?
0: I haven't. I actually haven't. I've only had the Chef boyardis.
1: Oh, a a, a real Italian grandma making the traditional Italian SpaghettiOs with all natural Italian
0: ingredients. It can't be beat. Mm -mm -mm. Is it true that... There's a river of olive oil that runs below the land in Italy.
1: Yes, Mr. Possum, they do have uh, underground rivers of olive oil, and you can ride through the caves on a, on a giant bruschetta. Mr. Possum,
0: what's your first pick? My first pick is my number one favorite place to visit when I finally get a break. I like to go to Jurassic Park, big O. Jurassic Park. Yes. The park with the dinosaurs. Yes. Known for its dinosaurs, it's an island in the middle of the ocean. Every kind of dinosaur lives there. It's great. You ride around the little jeeps, you get to point at the dinosaurs, you go to the food court. Now, Mr. Possum, I know Jurassic Park mostly
1: from the movies. And I have to say, at least from the movies, it
0: doesn't look like a very good idea to build one or go there. Because things keep going bad. You're being silly. That's just the movie. That's just somebody going to Jurassic Park and having a grand time and going, ooh, but what if it went wrong, you know? Yeah. And then they make this script in this movie that just, is just a bunch of their worries come to life. Kind of a weird uh, bit of cross-promotion there to make a bunch of disaster movies about your park, to promote your park. Well, I don't think Jurassic Park was really too keen on them putting their movies out they're like i don't know i mean people are going to be afraid to come here jurassic park has the best dinosaurs but maybe the worst attorneys and that's why they just didn't have as much control as you think over their name yeah so they just walked right in there and just made them and they even filmed it there and they made them dinosaurs act up just so they could make a scary movie
1: Yeah, I guess Disney World has better lawyers, and that's why nobody's made a bunch of disaster movies about people getting eaten at Disney World.
0: Yeah, you got a lawyer up if you got a
1: theme park. But you're not scared of being attacked by—I mean, dinosaurs are dangerous. They are actually big, ferocious creatures. You're not scared of getting eaten by one or some kind of disaster happening, a storm, you know, breaking down the electric fence or something. I don't know.
0: No, everything's under control there. Everything's just fine. They designed it. Human beings just get it right, you know? They designed these dinosaurs. They woke them up from their long slumber. And the dinosaurs essentially said, Uh, good morning. I'm happy to be back. I ran this planet pretty good. It's good to be here. It's fun. My favorite ride to go on is when they just strap you in this thing and they dangle you over the T-Rex cage. And they're all kind of jumping at your feet and stuff. Mr. Possumette.
1: That sounds like you're really tempted fate there. I mean, what if the what if the uh, arm dropped
0: you low enough to be nibbled by those T-Rexes? It would be terrifying to die in that fashion, yes. But also, it would be tight to die in that fashion. Oh, how did Possum die? He was eaten by a T-Rex, no big deal. Right. He lives forever in the belly of a T-Rex. I'm not sure you understand
1: the digestive processes of a T-Rex if you think you're going to live forever in the belly of a T-Rex, like Freddy
0: Krueger or something. I probably don't understand it. I mean, I I do kind of tune out when they start explaining dinosaur stuff to me. I'm just like, come on, get to dangling me. Big Hal, what you got next for us? All right, my next
1: ideal vacation location is Antarctica.
0: Hmm,
1: cool. Antarctica. No longer the deadly frozen wasteland of the doomed Scott expedition. Antarctica is now a fun place for the whole family to visit. Ride to the South Pole on the back of a seal. Pet a polar bear. Send your grandma a squished penny from the world's southernmost post office. Have a fun dinner at the South Pole Benihana's. And be sure to book your Antarctic trip soon because it's getting a couple degrees warmer a year. And when it melts, it's going to be a nice hot tub for orcas. You don't want to be there when that happens, probably. How come? I don't know. It seems almost like a, a situation like one of those Jurassic Park movies, maybe. The ground sort of melts completely underneath there. The Benihana's, of course, sinks into the ocean. Those orcas see all that grilled meat. No, And also the chefs at the Benihana's just get to feeding. And it becomes a real frenzy.
0: And, uh, the, you know, there's nothing else there for miles. If you're trying to keep me away from this, you're failing. Because I'll, I heard the word frenzy, which sounds fun. And then I, you said, get in a hot tub with an orca. Yeah. I hear this stuff, and I'm like, I've already got a train ticket in my hand. Toot, toot. Well, I mean,
1: maybe you'll want to put off your vacation then. Because, uh, that's years down the road. In the meantime, be sure to go visit beautiful, sunny Antarctica. Mr. Possum,
0: what's your next one? I got the most intriguing travel brochure in someone else's mail the other day. Now, what was it? It's to a place that's an old spaghetti factory that is still functioning to this day. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> wow, that is crazy. An old spaghetti factory, you say. yeah. You know like them old uh, Play-Doh noodle cranks where you just kind of put something in there and you crank it and it comes out the other side? I bet that's how they make their noodles. Yeah. Because it's old. I'd
1: love to see spaghetti made in the old way, Yeah, but also in a factory.
0: Right. Just throngs of people with tennis rackets on their shoes just stomping on tomatoes to make the fresh marinara, dropping oregano and basil. From their socks. The whole thing sounds like it harkens back to the early
1: days of the Industrial Revolution. Doesn't it?
0: I bet there's just dark red spaghetti smoke coming out of the top of them old things that smoke comes out of in a factory. Yeah, a smokestack. Smokestack. Yeah, those things. And the air smells tangy. In Italian, I bet the meatballs just grow wild. I can picture an old man walking around with a great big Sam Elliott mustache, and he's got kind of a satchel, and he's just walking around picking each meatball with care from the vine, holding it up to the sun to see if it fits the bill. And then he puts it in his satchel and moves on.
1: That sounds more like a meatball garden. That's where they get the meatballs. But at the factory, the meatballs are probably on, a, on some sort of conveyor belt. Oh, you're right. Being
0: inspected by uh, quality control, I would imagine. Right. And they probably only ever listen to that song that plays in factories. You know, the one that's like, boop, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, Just on repeat. That is the factory song. It's jazzy. It gets you in the mood to work. And it also reminds you of the undying organism that is industry. It's also three hours and 45 minutes long,
1: exactly, with a whistle at the end of it to let you know that there's a break coming. Big hell, what's next? My next ideal vacation destination is Margaritaville. Mm. Once a fantasy location in one of the classic American songs, now it's a sovereign corporate commonwealth in Hilton Head, South Carolina, where Jimmy Buffett has full authoritarian control. Finally. And that means you've got to be chill and have a good time all the time, or you go to jail, Mr. Possum. Stop by the Buffett Buffet and eat some cheeseburgers in paradise. Head on over to the Bama Breeze for some cool cocktails. Oh, you blew out a flip-flop? Why, that's no problem. There's more for sale at the nautical Wheeler's Beach Supply Shop, where you can buy goods and services with pirate bucks. But don't you dare mention Chris Christofferson, or you go to jail. What about
0: Willie Nelson? Can Can I listen to Willie Nelson and stuff? Oh, of course you can listen to Willie Nelson mr possum nothing wrong with willie nelson now big al is there some kind of a list a published list of songs and artists that i can enjoy on the beach i don't believe there is i think a lot of that is
1: just up to the whims and concerns of mr buffett himself but i think uh i think you might want to just be safe when you're in margaritaville and just only listen to jimmy buffett that's really the only way to be sure Except for the album Last Mango in Paris. He doesn't like that one. Don't don't get caught listening to that one on the beach. Okay,
0: all right. I have to say, I've, I'm afraid of Jimmy Buffett. I'm afraid of him. I didn't think I'd have to say that. But he just seems very strict there, and he's got a lot of expectations and rules, which is not what you think. He seems very chill and very laid back.
1: Well, yeah, you're kind of stressing this a little bit, Mr. Possman. I have to say, that kind of stress is against the law in Margaritaville. Are jails fun there? Oh, yeah. It's the best place you can be is the jail. Mr. Possum, it's your turn to take us to another
0: idyllic spot on the globe. Well, when I finally got the time to get out of here, I think I'd like to visit the birthplace of the cheeseburger. Wait, the birthplace of the cheeseburger? Yes. So
1: just pretty much every cheap restaurant on the side of the road anywhere in america that claims to have invented the cheeseburger
0: yes there are a lot of pretenders to the cheeseburger throne a lot of people act like they made it and that's why i'm gonna turn my vacation into kind of a detective situation i'm gonna investigate each cheeseburger claim and ultimately i will see Who really did give birth to the first cheeseburger? Mm -hmm. Now, what do you think about
1: maybe trying to figure this out the opposite way, instead of trying to work back from now with the cheeseburger? What if you go to the very start of things? What if you travel to Hamburg, Germany, and you investigate the roots of the hamburger sandwich? And you find out if maybe whoever invented the hamburger sandwich... Do you think that they maybe ever, I don't know, accidentally drizzled a little bit of cheese on it? Or maybe there was some cheese in the room, and maybe some cheese particles might have just sort of drifted over onto the
0: original hamburger, making it a cheeseburger. Have you ever thought about that, Mr. Possum? I like the way you're thinking. You could come with me if you want. You could kind of be the the guy who seems like a dope, but then ultimately it knows all this stuff and traps you and then throws you in jail for cheeseburger lies you could be like cheeseburger colombo cheeseburger colombo is already the name of my next album big hell We're talking about vacations why don't you just keep the list rolling Betty? all right my next
1: ideal vacation destination is batlinburg tennessee what
0: batlinburg tennessee mr possum you got taffy in your mouth or something you said batlinburg you mean gatlinburg no i'm talking about batlinburg tennessee
1: mm. nestled in the great smoky mountains Batlinburg is a beautiful semi-historic town with a growing number of fun shops and carnival-style games and a variety of hotels and venues and restaurants.
0: You're describing Gatlinburg, but you insist on saying Batlinburg, and it's starting to anger me.
1: No, I I am talking about Batlinburg. Batlinburg intends to assert itself as the New Orleans of the Mid-South, or at least the New Memphis of Tennessee.
0: Yes, that's what Gatlinburg asserts itself as why do you keep doing this what's the what's the idea here
1: possum i need you to chill out about this okay just 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 relax a little bit i know about gatlinburg i'm talking about a different place that's called batlinburg that is uh sort of trying to become the new gatlinburg okay but let's just say batlinburg is giving me an incentive to include them here tonight
0: okay sure do they have an aquarium there at least? Yeah, yeah, they got an
1: aquarium. I mean, it's mostly frogs, as I understand it. Mostly frogs, but they just got a big new freshwater tank, and uh, I hear they got, I hear they got about fifty new frogs, and uh, they're having a little thing there where you get to go and you get to name one of the frogs.
0: Who want to name a frog. What about a sky bridge? They got a sky bridge?
1: Uh, well, not not a sky bridge exactly. They they do have a well. They call it a high bridge. Uh, and it's pretty high. It's pretty high. It's decent. I couldn't go up there because there's a pretty conservative weight limit on the high bridge, but but it looks kind of cool.
0: What about like a mountain coaster? They got something like that?
1: Oh, they do have a mountain coaster. It's great. It's called the Shovel. You sit on a shovel,
0: and you ride it down a hill. Oh, okay. Well, that does sound fun.
1: Mr. Possum, what's your next one?
0: I would love to visit the Red River Gorge. I would love to go there. They say that it's a giant crack carved out in the earth by a big old giant who dragged his foot when he walked. It's a beautiful place, Mr. Possum.
1: You should definitely go see it. Not too far away from us, either.
0: Oh, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump away. I'd love to go there and try out some of my gorge jokes on the locals. You want to hear one? What are your what are your gorge jokes? All right, well, let's let's role play. You pretend you're a local. Okay. And I and I'm a nasty old possum walking up with a straw hat. So I'm a I'm a gorge dweller. You're a gorge dweller. Yeah. All right, here I come. I'm walking up. Okay. Hello there. Well, hello there, Mr. Possum. Hello, local village person. Is there a pizza place around here? Because I would love to gorge myself. <laughs> Do you like it, village person? Oh, that was very funny. Good day. I will find another person to try my joke out on. Hello, other village person. I'm a talking possum.
1: Why, hello there.
0: Hi. It's my first time in the gorge. And I will say, it truly is gorgeous here. <laughs> oh, that's a new one. Hey. I think this one likes me, big hell uh, it's it's
1: me ah Mr. Possum, it's that's me. uncanny, yeah, I just put on lipstick and stuffed a few melons in my shirt.
0: It worked. I, you know I keep them in there for a little bit big hell. What's your last vacation idea?
1: My last vacation idea, this may surprise you, Mr. Possum, is staying home. Huh. Home can be the ultimate vacation, Mr. Possum. It's got all the stuff you need and none of the hassle. Now, people may be feeling right now that they've already spent too much time at home and there's no way to make a staycation fun. So why not shake things up a bit and get yourself a Hal Dottie branded staycation bearer? Barrel? A barrel? A wooden barrel? A house barrel, Mr. Possum. Hmm. A house barrel to whip up some fun in your own domicile.
0: Okay, I'm not sure if I hate it yet. Why don't you describe it to me?
1: Why not take turns wearing the barrel around the house? You could play king of the barrel. Stand atop the barrel until a challenger appears. You could ride the barrel down the stairs. You could have yourself a romantic, close dinner atop the barrel.
0: Love it. Doesn't this sound fun, Mr. Possum? You know what? It does. It does. If I had a vacation barrel, I would have a serious meeting where I'd say, Hey, family, we're going to have a barrel of laughs this week. If you need to laugh, I wish you to treat it like a bodily function and only laugh into the barrel. And at the end of the week, we'll unscrew that top and we'll let all the laughs out. And they'll just fly around the room like so many ghosts. You'll trap the laughs in the barrel. And then at the end, it'll be like Ghostbusters.
1: You'll you'll open it up, and there'll be a sort of uh, an, a storm of laughs will take over the sky.
0: Right. Because really, if you think about it, laughter is just the ghost of past jokes. Okay, I thought about that a little bit. So how much does one of these... Vacation barrels run you What's the price tag on this puppy?
1: Well, it depends on how long you want it, Mr. Possum Depends on how long you want your vacation barrel vacation to be You could have a three-day barrel vacation You could have a four-day barrel vacation Or a seven-day barrel vacation Sort of like a cruise, you know? So I definitely have to return it I can't just keep the barrel? Oh, you definitely have to return it, Mr. Possum I've I've only got one Mr.
0: Possum, it's your turn to do the last vacation spot of the evening. Well, Big hell! I never thought I'd get to do this, but I have been invited to space. What? Yes, there was a giant, wet-looking, pulsing egg left on my front porch today. Uh Uh-huh. And I looked out there, and there was a note on it saying, Hey, Possum, stick your head good and deep inside this egg and you'll find a golden ticket. Use that golden ticket to board the spaceship, and I will show you wonders. Signed, Murloc Beesbo. Oh, I thought it was gonna be signed by Elon Musk.
1: Now, all right, so that's Murloc Beesbow. Yes. So that's, that sounds like an alien from space to me. That's probably an egg that an alien laid on your
0: porch. Well, he could just be European. Murlock Beesbo. I mean, Murlock Beesbo is a, probably a very common name in Eastern Europe or something. I don't know. I've never been there.
1: Yeah, I don't think it is. I don't think Murlock Beesbo is a very common name.
0: But write in if that's your name, and and I've just insulted you. So I mean, are you saying I shouldn't stick my head deep in there and get that ticket? What's gonna? I mean, what's I, the worst that could happen?
1: I think what? Uh, well, all right. The worst that could happen is you're gonna stick your head in that egg and. You know, something's going to put an alien inside of you, and it's going to burst out of your chest cavity.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's possible. But, you know, I bet that it could be a good thing for me. Maybe it's time that I started a family, a space family. Maybe it's time I settled down and became a father. I bet you a lot of new fathers, they... They think, well, my life is over. I can't do nothing fun no more. And then once they see that little baby burst out of their chest, they it's just, oh my gosh, I love this thing. I I don't even know him yet, but I love him. Sure,
1: that does seem to happen a lot to new parents. Of course, you've got a little pouch there on you, being a possum and all that. Mm-hmm. I bet uh, I bet that'd be a very comfy little place for a for a newborn baby alien to hang out for a
0: little while there in your squishy little pouch. Yeah. It's nasty in there. He'll love it. But best-case scenario, Big owls, and I get to go to space, and I really want to go there.
1: I don't know if that's even a best-case scenario, in my opinion, Mr. Possum, because space changes people, in my experience. You think so? They look down upon the Earth, and they see how small it is, and they think about how small they must be. Um, And then when they come back, they've just got a different sort of— it's probably harder to enjoy the pleasures and uh, experiences and visions of life. Once you've sort of taken the whole thing in in
0: one eyeful. That's crazy. Of course it looks small. You're far away. I mean, why are these astronauts saying that? It's not small. You're far away. Use some science. My gosh.
1: Yeah, I guess the Earth is the same size it was before. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I don't care. Astronauts, they do that all the time. They got to the moon,
1: they were like, look how big it is. No, it's the same size it was when you left. Crazy. Somebody's got to teach these
0: astronauts something. Maybe this will be my chance. I can explain to them that things actually didn't change size. They're the same all along. Now pass me that dehydrated ice cream sandwich.
1: The Big Howl and Possum Podcast.
0: Toot toot.